Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A maligned industry, a defamed profession. A significant section of our public discourse is roused into anger every time rice importation is reported in the news. The Senate held a public hearing on the controversial importation of sugar. Social media is full of noise whenever we hear about the importation of onions and fish. And yet, there is very little disruption in our ordinary lives, no senator rises to deliver a privileged speech, and no grassroots organization mobilizes and rallies against the fact that, as of today, we are practically importing much of our raw wood supply. From a timber exporter, we are now a net timber importer. In 2021, based on the reported data by the Philippine Statistics Authority, PSA, our exports of forest-based products amounted to $1.082 billion, while our imports of the same amounted to more than twice that at $2.391 billion. The numbers do not even tell us the entire story, since there is reason to believe that our exported forest-based products in fact use imported wood materials. Someone from the Philippine Wood Producers Association, PWPA, personally vouched that the industry imports at least 70% of its wood requirements. The Philippines embarked on a policy regime that opted for a twin approach of banning logging from natural forests and adopting a more aggressive reforestation strategy through the National Greening Program, NGP. Banning logging in primary forests is indeed a rational response to the unbridled, unscientific and illegal logging activities that severely degrade and deforest natural forests. However, the problem now lies in a reforestation strategy that has prioritized the replanting and recovery of forests without a robust mechanism to allow for the harvesting of plantations. The needs of society for would have been relegated to secondary status to the maintenance and nurturing of planted trees. This has been further given impetus with forestry science now becoming more and more of an environmental science and less of a production science. There is a fundamental lie that needs to be corrected. The popular line being swallowed hook, line and sinker by the public is that cutting trees, even if they are from plantations, is bad for climate change. Trees sequester carbon from the atmosphere, and cutting them is misconstrued as universally adverse to the attainment of a carbon-neutral economy. It is unfortunate that professional foresters, including forestry educators and scientists, have failed to impress upon people that this premise is not based on science. Trees use carbon in order for them to grow. They follow a sigmoidal curve pattern where tree growth is faster at a young age but slowly tapers off upon maturity. Hence, their consumption of carbon will follow the same pattern. Cutting over mature trees and immediately replacing them with fresh stock will optimize the sequestration of carbon. This will be further amplified if large areas are subdivided into sections where harvesting and planting are done on a rotational basis, thereby leaving very little space and time for a portion of land to be totally bare. What is also not talked about in popular discourse is that converting harvested trees into wood for construction and manufacturing of wood-based products is an efficient way of carbon sequestration since it traps carbon permanently. Thus, an integrated forest plantation wood industry strategy would lead to an optimal, nature-based approach to carbon sequestration. Planting and harvesting trees, and converting them to wood instead of just keeping them as live biomass, is a dynamic process of carbon sequestration consistent with the tenets of a green economy, where livelihood is enabled through income and employment generation. It also reduces our trade deficit. Unfortunately, the wood industry has been severely demonized as the culprit behind the climate disaster. 
Cutting down trees has been universally imaged as essentially bad for the environment, with it being painted as the root of all floods and climate disasters. There is no debate that unbridled and unrestrained logging, even by those with legal permits, occurred in the past and had serious environmental impacts and outcomes. But it is not entirely scientific to conclude that logging is the sole cause of floods. The recent floods in Bulacan have shown that mall development, reclamation and urban sprawl are equally culpable. Furthermore, not all deforestation is caused by commercial logging. Some are caused by agricultural encroachment and urbanization. The forestry profession has been likewise defamed. Aside from mining engineers, foresters have been implicated as the usual culprits in environmental destruction. The profession is even symbolically diminished by practically changing the labels of plenty of forester items in the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, DENR. But unlike the discipline of mining engineering, which was effective in reinventing the science to adopt environmental parameters in the form of sustainable mineral production, the discipline of forestry, where sustainable forest management was in fact already part of the purview of the science, appears to have succumbed to the pressures of reimagining forestry science to now displace forest production as a core competency. Forestry scientists, instead of asserting the sustainability of forestry production, have joined the bandwagon created by no less than the current dinner leadership in pushing for plantation forests not for production purposes but to offset carbon emissions. The consequence of ignoring the production aspect of forest plantations may not be as dramatic and urgent in the consciousness of people, and of politicians. Importing wood may not cause a public outcry compared to rice importation. But ignoring the fact that we are now facing a serious shortage of wood and that we are now importing it practically renders our country a perfect recipe for a state of wood insecurity. Timber and wood insecurity due to a shortage of local supply is a ticking time bomb, considering that there is no viable alternative to wood that would be less climate harmful and more carbon neutral. Relying on imports is draining our economy. Without a robust eco-labeling mechanism to ensure that our imported wood is sourced only from sustainably produced timber, relying on imports simply allows us to wash our hands of the guilt of cutting our own trees, even if the wood we import may be coming from tainted or even carbon-emitting sources. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 